Ladies and gentlemen, it's Lawrence Jackson Jr., a.k.a. the Fantasy Football Lord. You're now tuned into the Lord Don't Lose podcast. Work, 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 work. That's hard work, that's hard work, that's hard work, yeah. That's hard work, that's hard work, that's hard work, yeah. That's hard work, that's hard work. Mama, I hope this help, I'm just praying on my work. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you get into this here podcast today. After NFL Week 7, good day to you, my friends. Uh, we through Week 7. Um, it's a beautiful day, and we got a whole hell of a lot to be talking about right now, man. whole lot to be talking about. Uh, so many things going on. We'll, we'll talk a little bit of Tua Tagovailoa because he will make his first start, and he will get into this rookie quarterback talking game that week. So we'll talk a little Tua. Uh, I, I, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh the Chiefs' backfield going forward now, right? Because now, obviously, they have Le'Veon Bell along with the great rookie Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, we'll also get into uh which players we should trust more than the other moving forward down the season. Then, as always, we'll get into your waiver wire. Priority pickups for week eight. Um, all right, so week seven, we saw a lot of things go down as usual. Uh, that that's how that's just how it is in the league, man. Uh, first off, man, Tom Brady. Tom Brady continues to defy the odds. My man was out there dropping dime packages on the Raiders. And after a five-touchdown performance, one of those which was a rushing touchdown, 369-yard pass and no turnovers, he's catapulted himself into the MVP conversation, uh, being uh, second in the league in touchdown passes right now. 18 TDs, four interceptions. Uh, the Bucks are 5-2. and two. Everything going great in Tampa Bay, man. Like, it's, 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 if they continue on this path, it's just nothing else you could say about, about Tom Brady. He's now in a different location. Yeah, he got a loaded squad. But, man, it, it, the, the man the man is 43 years old. Bucks offense hitting on all cylinders. Uh, the defense is playing extremely well. They're creeping up to being uh, one of the better defenses in the league. Uh, that linebacker duo they got. With uh Devin White and Levante David is scary as hell. Um, on the flip side, uh, I gotta give it up to another older quarterback too, man. Drew Brees is getting it done. The numbers ain't as big, the numbers ain't as flashy, but they've only lost two games as well, and one of those wins came against the Bucks, right? And at the same time, Drew Brees does not have those weapons. That Tom Brady has right now, because as we all know, Mike Thomas has not been seen since we won. He ain't played for whatever reason, injuries, discipline. But Drew Brees just went out there without his top two. It's he got he going out there with Alvin Kamara in the milkman and still winning games. So I, I, I'm, I'm gonna show props to that veteran as well. Now speaking back on Tom Brady. That man just lighting it up. That pass he threw to Scotty Miller was just a dime, right? And then on the flip side, on the other side of the world, 
in New England, man. It just looking bad, boy. It looking bad. And listen, I, I, I had high hopes for Cam. I had high hopes for Cam, man. Um, started off the season great, Cam and the Patriots did. Um, then uh, Cam had to miss the game versus the Chiefs, and it just ain't been the same since. Now their backs are against the wall. Uh, they got they got a game against the Bills, and it's now or never for the Patriots and for Cam. And, and I think they could uh, step up. I think they could step up to the plate. Kyler Murray showed me a lot on Sunday night versus the Seahawks. Uh, he showed me that he, well, for one, he's in that MVP conversation as well. Uh, we saw more, it, it was, we always, like, Kyler's been putting up stats since he's been in the league. But to go out there, prime time, come from behind, go toe-to-toe with arguably the best quarterback in the NFL and come out with the victory, that shows you that he and his team is ready to make this playoff run. Uh, they're five and two. That's the NFC West is probably the best division in football right now. Uh, that well, you got the AFC North who who got something to say about that too. Uh, but Kyler Murray showed me that he ready for bit time, bit time games, and that he is now officially a big time player. Uh, going toe to toe and coming out with the victory. Uh, uh, versus uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Justin Herbert's a stud. Just so many. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there real quick. And we'll talk about two in a second. Um, just a lot of things uh, to take away from this. Uh, my Atlanta Falcons found another way to lose the game. <laughs> they found another way to lose the game. Todd Gurley's so good at scoring touchdowns that he scored a touchdown when he didn't even want to. And then you know how that go. Matt Stafford gets the ball. They go down, drive, win the game with two seconds left. Game time. Uh, it's just crazy. Listen, for any Falcons fan that hear this right now, right? And and there's a lot of talks about they should trade Julio or Matt Ryan. People, it, it's not that easy. Matt, Matt Ryan's a $30 million quarterback. Julio Jones is a $22 million receiver. Look on Sport Track or whatever that website is called. That'll show you about the contracts. It's not that easy. But anyway, any Falcons fan, you hear this right now. Anybody from Atlanta, treat this like a Kobe Bryant. Rest up, Kobe Bryant. Treat this like a Kobe Bryant retirement tour. Because the core probably getting broke up after this season. Um, so take this time to enjoy guys like Julio and, and, and Matt Ryan, who made the franchise even relevant. Uh, so I, I spoke on Justin Herbert real quick. He is lighting it up in these streets out here. Joe Burrow lighting it up in these streets. Uh, now let's start. Now let's talk about another quarterback who, you know, y'all kind of forgot he could play too. But that's because he hasn't played yet. And that's two attack of a lower. It is time. It is time. It is time. It is two a time, baby. What can we expect from two attack of a lower? Rookie first round pick out of Alabama will make his first start 
this Sunday versus the Los Angeles Rams, a very good team with playoff aspirations, and they got a couple of great players on their team. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, you know the drill. So what can we expect for two attack of Valoa? So we've seen what Joe Burrow's done. You know, he's competed. He's second in the league in passing yards right now, leading the league in pass attempts. Then you got Justin Herbert, who is just, he's playing better than, more than half the quarterbacks in the league right now. The arm is strong. The mobility is great. But what can we expect from this guy, Tua? Tua, the guy who didn't play. I've long said that he will be the best quarterback in this draft, and now It'll be put to the test. Uh, he's going to face a stiff test again. I, like I said, facing Aaron Donald and Jalen Rams, Ramsey, the two best players that they position in the game, uh, especially, uh, arguably, for Jalen Ramsey, but amongst the best at their position. Uh, so it, it, expect Tua to take some lumps. <clears throat> and uh, after that, he's got at the Cardinals. Then he's got the showdown versus Herbert got Denver, the Jets, and then he's got the the, the showdown versus Joe Burrow. So uh, uh, up in there, two will take his lumps. But, man, I, I expect them to, to be great, man. Listen, if you're the Dolphins, you don't make this move unless you feel like Tua is ready because you are in the thick of the NFC East here, man. Right in the games, the the Dolphins are three and three. Fitzpatrick was playing well, not phenomenal, but he was playing well. In the games that the Dolphins did lose, they were in every single one. They went toe to toe with Buffalo. They went toe to toe with Seattle. You know, they lost the game versus New England way back in Week One. So they were in any game that they didn't win, they was in. You feel me? So. For them to put in two attack of lower right now just shows you the confidence they have in his health, in his skill, in his knowledge of the playbook. You can't tell me he ain't uh, phys- more physically talented than Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point. I know he was playing good, but it's time. Or maybe the Dolphins could be like, hey, man, these other rookie quarterbacks, they're being successful. Let's put our guy on display. I think he's ready. Uh, we've all seen up until this point, we've all felt like Brian Flores is a pretty damn good coach. Um, he's bre- he's breathed new life into that organization. So why would we doubt him now? Why would we doubt him now, man? Uh, to, now, uh, fantasy football-wise, uh, people, are, eh, people are not so bullish on him. But remember... There's nobody, ain't nobody out here that was talking about Justin Herbert as a fantasy option. You know what I'm saying? Even after he got drafted. Even even after he was inserted in, into the starting lineup. You know what I'm saying? Nobody even thought Justin Herbert was the best quarterback in this draft class. It was all Burrow and Tua and even guys drafted after uh, uh, Justin Herbert. So, you know, things change. And right now, Tua, you know, he's the guy behind right now. And again, things change, and I expect it to change. Fantasy-wise, he does have options. 
He's got Devontae Parker. He's got Mike Jasicki. Those are guys we start on, on a week-to-week basis in fantasy football, mostly depending upon the matchup, but it, it's an okay situation. So uh, I expect Tua to take some lumps, just like the other rookies have. But he will have his days where he where he shines. Now, uh, if he comes out there and, and do a number on these Rams, y'all better look out. <laughs> y'all better look out, cause I'll be back on the pod. Uh, uh, I'll be back on the podcast next week talking cash money. Um, but folks, it's time to get excited about two attack of Aloha, man. Uh, he's arrived. He's here. It's his time now. We've seen Burrow, good. We've seen Herbert, great, right? Now you get to enjoy who I feel like is the best quarterback in the 2020 draft class. It's Tua time, baby. All right, folks, real quick, let's talk Kansas City Chiefs. In specific, uh, let's talk the Chiefs' backfield. We know uh, the Chiefs made the splash signing, the signing former Pittsburgh Steelers and New York Jets running back Le'Veon Bell to pair him up with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, and this being right after Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went for 26 carries and 161 yards versus the Buffalo Bills defense. Um, so it was a weird game in Denver, you, uh, you know, snow and all that stuff. Patrick Mahomes didn't light it up. But they still blew him out because the Kansas City Chief defense was just too much for uh, Denver's offense. But anyway, uh, modest uh, production out of the running backs. Modest but very efficient. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went eight carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. He also had one catch for 17 yards on four targets. Le'Veon Bell made his debut, six carries, 39 yards in a long run of 16. And it's the best he's looked since he's been in Pittsburgh. Why? Why, you ask? Because he ain't with Adam Gase no more. <laughs> like, it just it's crazy how this works, right? You, people almost thought Le'Veon Bell was done. Like, as, as if his talent diminished. Right? It's crazy how that works. The, the day he gets away from Adam Gase, he's averaging six and a half yards per carry and now the Chiefs have him on their team like bro come on man how is this gonna look going forward from a fantasy perspective I honestly feel like you uh and Bell he didn't see any targets we all know he's I think he's still one of the best pass catching running backs in football if given the opportunity um He uh he'll he'll learn the playbook even more going forward, and I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs can support two running backs fantasy wise. Uh, the Browns were doing it with uh Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and I think the 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 Chiefs could do it to even a better extent. Um, it's just uh you you and you'll be able to start both guys. Uh, I'm not sure how many more 20 carry days we'll see out of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, even though we know he could do it. We know he could do it, um, but I don't know how much of those we'll see going forward. But with all you have to account for on the Kansas City Chiefs offense, 
things should be wide open for both of these running backs to succeed. Um, and I have no doubt about it. I, I would, as the season goes on, I would call it a 1A, 1B situation with Clyde Edwards, Alaire, uh, getting, uh, you know, the, the, the bigger share slightly as they go on. But, um, that there was, I, I was getting questions about, uh, should I drop, should you drop Le'Veon Bell prior to him signing? And I would tell people like, nah, I just wait to see where he goes. And he couldn't end it in a better situation than going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Bell was kind of seen as a me guy. He's clearly, uh, he just had a game where he had six carries and he happy as hell now. So, it's it's pretty i'm i'm pretty sure he just want to win some games you know what i'm saying like my man been on the jets for a year and a half he went from the worst to to like the best situation he could possibly be in uh he'll be kept fresh both running backs will be kept fresh and i think that will allow them both to actually be better you could see them on the field at the same time. We saw sparingly uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on the field at the same time as uh, Darrell Williams. Uh, so, you know, man, uh, now that you got Bell there, who's a better talent, you might could see that a little more. And you know the play calling is crazy. They'll find ways to get both of these guys the football going forward. So, I mean, it, it, it's... Sure, it's a slight hit to Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but at the same time, it'll keep him fresh. It'll keep things. It'll keep things open for him because now that's a Le'Veon Bell is another weapon you have to account for, and it's just it's just crazy. Uh, if anything, this will help Patrick Mahomes going forward. Obviously, just another option in the pass game. So. Uh, I, I wouldn't say you could start Le'Veon Bell now. You just got to wait a couple weeks for him to... Like, they got the Jets this week, actually. They got the Jets. So, actually, you may be able to start Le'Veon Bell this week. He's going to want to stick it to them. He's going to give it to them. Right? The Jets couldn't have expected that the Chiefs was going to pick him up. They're going to run this dude right at him. <laughs> And he's going to have a good day. I just realized that. The Jets have to go to Kansas City. Oh, my God. That's easy money right there. Le'Veon Bell, man. Turn him on for the New Jersey. Uh, I'm sorry. The New York Jets. Turn his ass up. Let's get it, man. But for for this backfield, man, uh, you should feel good about having both guys. Who do you trust more for the rest of the season? Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow? Well, it all depends who you ask. Mr. Josh Allen, just show us who you are. Tell me who you are. Weeks one through four, you was quarterback three. Weeks five through seven, you're quarterback 14. Show me who, just show me who you are, and it, it makes me, I can answer this question better. That's because it's like half and half. You know what I'm saying? A phenomenal first four weeks for Josh Allen. We was talking MVP. The last three weeks, quarterback 14. And then they struggling with the Jets. In those same last three weeks, Justin Herbert 
and Joe Burrow have been quarterbacks five and nine, respectively. And let me speak on Justin Burrow for a second. And I think this goes across the whole industry that he's a bona fide quarterback one right now. There's no matchup he can't that he can exploit. Yeah, he lost to the Bucks, but he hit them up for some points as well. So in this order, I'm going to say Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and then Josh Allen. That's who I trust in that order going forward. Joe Burrow leads the league in, in, in passing attempts. So fantasy-wise, you got to trust that. He's second in the league in passing on a losing team that's going to have to throw. Justin Herbert, yeah, he's just a dog right now. Like, he can't be contained. And Josh Allen, well, he's got the Patriots this week whose backs are against the wall. They come into play. But I just don't know which Josh Allen to, to you're going to get going forward. So I got to go with Herbert and, and, and Burrow first. So am I getting week one through four, Josh Allen? Or am I getting week five through seven, Josh Allen? I don't know. So in this order, give me Herbert, Burrow, then Allen for the rest of the season. Who do you trust more for the rest of the season? Josh Jacobs or Joe Mixon? This one right here is extremely tough for me. Currently, Joe Mixon sits as RB13. Josh Jacobs running back 14, right? Josh Jacobs has not been good the past three or four weeks. Uh, somewhere ranked in the 20s the past few weeks, right? Um, he's had a few tough goals, a few tough matchups. Joe Mixon has looked a lot more alive, and he's getting a lot more work in the the pass again than Josh Jacobs. However, in in the ta- the natural talent, why I had them ranked so high and close together? Because I think they're uh, one of the, a couple of the better natural talents in the league. Uh, I'm gonna get a slight ass to Josh Jacobs because uh, coming up, he faces teams like the Falcons, Jets, and the Broncos, and and the Chiefs, who he always does well against. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Mixon faces teams like the Steelers and the Ravens. And Joe Mixon's hurt, and that's not going to help him at all. Uh, He's week to week with his injury, so that won't help him either. So for the rest of the season, I'm going to trust Josh Jacobs over Joe Mixon. Slightly. Slightly. That was tough for me, man. Give me a break sometime, man. Who do you trust more for the rest of the season, Will Fuller or Terry McLaurin? This is another tough one. Terry McLaurin, uh, currently wide receiver 10. Will Fuller, wide receiver 11 in a healthy season in which he he's done well. Uh, we all knew that if Will Fuller could stay healthy, he he would do he, he would do good things as far as his own play. Uh, <clears throat> actually posted on Twitter a fact about Terry McLaurin, how he was doing better with Haskins than Brandon Allen before that, and then he faced Dallas. A lot of folks was butthurt, got their booty all tight by that comment, and was coming up with all the excuses, da-da-da, Brandon Allen was hurt, and then, then, and then they played Dallas, and he went off, like, duh, it was Dallas. Man, sometimes, like, listen, I was not built for fantasy football, man, like, all the goofball stuff, man, like, that ain't for me. Like, I will be able to do something else. I'm just going against the grain. But anyway, uh, 
Terry McLaurin and Will Fuller, man. Uh, I'm going to go Will Fuller. This is why. Uh, his quarterback is Deshaun Watson. The Houston Texans defense isn't good. They're going to be throwing, and uh, Will Fuller's good. So I'm going to go Will Fuller for the rest of the season over Terry McLaurin, who does play on a team with a rising defense and a shaky quarterback. Listen, I get it. They just played Dallas. Everybody does good against Dallas. So hold your horses on that. Not saying Terry's going to do bad. Uh, that's exactly what he's not going to do. He's good, right? But I'm just saying, based on certain on the situation, I'm going to go Will Fuller rest of the season. Sue me. If Joe Burrow is still available in your fantasy league, pick his ass up right now. That's the end of my quarterback waiver wire priority pickups. Everybody else should be. Uh, you can go check out Teddy Bridgewater, too. He got the Falcons this week. Uh, running back wise, uh, injuries going on as it does every week at that position. Uh, <clears throat> Chris Carson will miss some weeks, so take Hyde. Hyde's also kind of dealing with a hamstring. Monitor that. Got Travis Homer. Then you got to go. Then you got DJ Dallas. Really keep an eye on the Seattle Seahawks running back situation this week. Go pick up Jermichael Hasty from the 49ers backfield. They leaned on him. Uh, Jeff Wilson, another running back down for the San Francisco 49ers. Jared McKinnon, uh, they said they rested him last week, so I don't really know what's going on in the 49ers' backfield. But if you could uh, pick up Hasty, go ahead and do that. LaMichael P. Ryan is inching his way towards, a, and I hate to recommend a Jets player, but he's inching his way towards being the guy. He scored a touchdown, 11 carries, 39 yards. Expect Frank Gore still to be there. Uh, Devontae Freeman gave us all that goose egg. On Thursday night, with an injury, Wayne Gallman, you're up, but you're playing the Bucks. So, yeah, that's a desperation start. Uh, a guy you can look at for the Giants is uh, Sterling Shepard. Came back, didn't miss a beat, got a lot of targets, scored a touchdown. Instantly looked like the best receiver on the Giants. I don't know what that's saying, but... It is what it is. Also, shout out to Sterling Shepard for uh, shouting me out on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cole Beasley on pace for his best <clears throat> on pace for his best season in his career. Pick him up. Rashard Higgins from the Cleveland Browns, who he was around when Baker had his successful rookie campaign. That's a connection to look for with OBJ being out for the season. OBJ have a speedy recovery, young man. For the Saints, Marquez Callaway, 8 for 75 in his uh, first time seeing uh, a lot of action in a game. Uh, so those are some wide receivers you can pick up. Tight end, Harrison Bryant. We don't know how much time Austin Hooper will be missing. Uh, so that's a guy you look you, you can look forward to. Um, Gerald Everett as well, if you're also... In desperate need of a tight end, he scored a touchdown last night, and uh, you know he's also better than Hibby. But that's for a whole another day. Uh, so those are a couple of guys uh, you could uh, pick up on that waiver wire. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you do that. Pay attention to what I said earlier about these guys, man. It's going to get. Listen, it's 2020. You know how it rides. So 
you know, keep 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 trucking, man, with your fantasy teams. Uh, <clears throat> other than that, man, I ain't got I ain't got much more for today. Uh, y'all get at me, get in my exclusive chat. We still going. We like a little family in there. Holla at your boy. Work, 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 work. That's hard work. That's hard work. That's hard work. Yeah. Work, work.